Welcome to the Prospect League Podcast, the podcast for the past, present, and future of the Prospect League, the home of elite college baseball players from across the country. I'm Lucas Burris, back for another episode of the Prospect League Podcast, and it's time to officially transition into what the Prospect League Podcast is going to be throughout the Prospect League season. I'm really excited for where we're going to go and what we're going to be able to do this season. First, let me talk about what we just did and what just happened so we can transition away. So we're moving away from those alumni interviews we've been doing. We'll come back to them once the season concludes. We'll talk to some more players, some more coaches, some more whatever we can get our hands on on the Prospect League podcast, more feature interviews. But now we're going to move into the Prospect League podcast and focusing in on the 2023 season. So we're going to talk about current players, current coaches, current staff members, current storylines, everything you need to know about the Prospect League for this 2023 season. So I want to thank Neil Kotz and Warren Morris for joining me in these two episodes of alumni interviews we had on the Prospect League podcast. If you haven't seen those, check those out. YouTube, any podcast platform, really good feature interviews with those two about their time in Major League Baseball and college baseball and in the Prospect League or the CICL, which what it was at their time during their Prospect League careers. But we're going to transition, like I said, to this season. So each week of this season, the Prospect League podcast will drop. So instead of two weeks or a little longer, every week this season, we're going to drop a new episode of the Prospect League podcast. We'll preview what's coming up in the coming week when we drop. We'll talk about what just happened. We'll go through some scores, some stat lines. We're not going to do every game, but we'll focus on some key games, some key matchups, every week so you can stay tied into what's going on in the Prospect League. This is your home for all things Prospect League news. We've got prospectleague.com for everything we're going out. We've got our social media channels, but this is your home for a voice, for a chat, to understand exactly what's happening in a feature show for the Prospect League. So we're going to do that every week. We'll talk to current players. We'll talk to current coaches. We'll see our hitters of the week. We'll see our pitchers of the week. We'll talk to notable players who have done cool things. We'll get to all of that on the Prospect League podcast. So that's what's coming, and it's all going to start this week because it's opening week. The season starts on Wednesday. We've got an exciting slate. We're going to get to that. But this week, we're going to sit down with some managers and talk about exactly what you can expect. We don't have every manager coming and sitting down with me, but a few who have been able to get their availability. I've been able to sit down with them, and we're going to talk to some few Prospect League managers to preview their teams so you can get an understanding of what some teams are coming out in the Prospect League this year. So I'm going to guide you through Prospect League opening day this week and the start of the season. And like I said, it all starts on Wednesday. We're going to embark on a 60-day regular season schedule starting on Wednesday. That'll have 2.30 game halves or so. We'll have a specific date that that will end, and we'll move on to the second half. So we'll have two seasons. We play a split season. There's a first half and a second half winner, and they play in the playoffs right after the conclusion of the regular season, which is Saturday, August 5th. So let's hone in on opening week, though, where we don't want to get too far away. That's a long way away. So what is happening this week? Let's look at that opening day schedule because that's what really we really care about right now is we got to get the season up and running, and then you'll be able to see all stats, all scores, everything you need at prospectleague.com. So let's look at the opening day schedule. <clears throat> Wednesday, May 31st, opening day schedule. The Johnstown Mill Rats are at the Champion City Kings at 635 Eastern. Chillicothe Paints are at the Lafayette Aviators at 7 p.m. Eastern. The Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp are at the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes at 630 Central. 
the Racks are at the Danville Dance at 6.30 Central. The normal Corn Belters are at the Clinton Lumber Kings at 6.30 Central. The Quincy Gems are at the Burlington Bees at 6.30 Central. The Cape Catfish are at the O'Fallon Hoots at 6.35 Central. And the Jackson Rockabillies are at the Thrillville Thrillbillies at 6.45 Central. So that is almost every team in the Prospect League on opening day. Every, every day, one team gets left out because of the odd number of teams in the leagues but that is our opening day slate of what you need to know for the prospect league so that is everything happening on opening day and then we'll play on thursday we'll play on friday we'll play on saturday we'll play on sunday every day there's a game going on over the next 60 or so days for a prospect league schedule so we're really excited about everything that's coming through for that every team has a little different off days the schedule is pretty open this year of what we're able to do so every day you should be able to take in at least one prospect league game this season if you're looking for tickets to any game especially opening day you can go to prospectleague.com backslash tickets there's quick links to every team if they have an online ticketing platform that you can find tickets there's always tickets available at these teams box offices if you're heading to the stadium but if you want to watch the games from the comfort of your home remember you can do so on prospect league tv just go to prospectleague.com backslash pltv there's links out to go to the actual website but it all is hosted there on prospectleague.com if you want to watch directly from there you can get more information and subscribe we've got some really exciting broadcasts coming this year some really good broadcasters in the prospect league some new and improved broadcasts as well so get excited check out pltv if you've seen it before it might be a little different so check it out this summer we're really excited for what we have going on there now let's get to that 2023 season preview today like i said i'm sitting down with a few prospect league managers to preview what's going on with their teams this season they're going to talk expectations and goals to exciting players to watch to everything you need to know about their teams we've got a few managers sitting down we're going to head right back to back to those interviews and we'll start off with the first one who's really excited to showcase the talent coming to the prospect league this summer our first interview is rex baseball manager harry markov he is very excited to talk about the rex and his new managerial role with rex after three seasons in the coastal plains leagues as a manager he's currently the assistant coach at jefferson college in missouri let's jump right into our interview to preview rex baseball this summer in the prospect league welcome to the prospect league podcast the rex baseball manager harry mark boy hey it's good to have you here i hope you're excited to be here how is your you know getting ready for the start of the season getting ready to get going going oh, i'm excited to be here thanks for having me uh it's been real busy uh just wrap things up here at jeffco still trying to finish some last minute touches of our roster and getting everybody placed for host family and thing like that uh heading to Terre Haute a little bit later today but yeah excited to get going yeah the season is quickly and rapidly approaching as the fans listen to this you know they're they're seeing it the week of the season so that's exciting but we're going to jump right in I just got a few questions for you about what we can expect from Rex baseball this season and that's my first expectation that's my first question is about your expectations so what are your expectations you're just general coming in you know you're going to manage Rex baseball this season what are your expectations for the team the guys this summer uh yeah we got a good roster put together excited about a lot of the guys that Good young roster. Uh, we have some older guys who have some maturity to them. That I think will bring some experience to, to some of the younger guys. But yeah, we're we're excited to get going. Uh, expectations for me, uh, of course, to win. Uh, but main point is to develop, develop these guys and send them back to their school, college, university, uh, whether they're going back to junior college or back to their four-year university, wherever they're coming from, or if they're moving on to a four-year university, help them get better this summer. Uh, help them get ready for this next uh, fall season. Uh, fall season college baseball can be ex extensive depending on what level they're at and uh, getting them ready for that next spring as well. 
Yeah. Is there, is there anything you're really excited about for the summer? You know, specifically, is there anything as you look down your roster players you're really excited for, or just excited to be in Terre Haute for the summer or a part of the prospect league, you know, looking on of what the future holds, what are you most excited for this summer? Uh, really all of it been in Wilson, North Carolina and the coastal plain lake the past four years. So to be in a new place in Terre Haute where it's probably been 10 years since I've been to since uh, probably when I was playing when I was 16 years old, uh, really. So excited to get back there. Uh, like I said, we got a nice young roster. I got some guys from former Jeffco guys. I'm excited to have back uh, Peyton Howard from Campbell, who can do a little bit of everything, switch hitting out, Miller who can run, uh, do some different things. Bryce Miller behind the plate, uh, who is also a former Jeffco guy. But we also have Stephen Walsh from Western Illinois and Warren Bailey from Chawan, who uh, from a place where I actually played at. So excited to have those guys. But uh, really excited about every single guy we have. We got some exciting guys from all over the country. Uh, for example, we got Jeremy Piacavage. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right for him. Uh, from East Strasburg University, a, re- a well-known program out in the Northeast there. So um, really excited about all of these guys. Got some local guys I think some of the fans will be excited about and ready to get going with them. Absolutely. And, you know, looking at what Rex is going to bring to the table this season, you know, looking at how you manage a team, how you coach a team, what should fans expect from Rex this season? You just rattled off all some really good players you're excited for, but just in general, you know, playing style, what are, you know, what should a fan expect when they head to a Rex baseball game this season? Uh, The Rex fans should be ready for some excitement. Uh, We have a lot of exciting players. I wish I could touch on every single one of them. Like you said, I mentioned a few of them. Uh, in terms of offensively, we're going to look at to open up some windows for guys. That'll be the key. Uh, got a lot of guys that can do some different things. And then we got some guys that can bang around the park, too. So open up those windows and creating that window of opportunity to score runs uh, in many different ways will be will be good for us. I uh, got a lot of young, exciting guys on the mound that'll be electric. So a lot of good things that come for the Rex this season. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, goals. We talked about expectations, but really when you sit down with your guys, you know, what are you thinking of in terms of goals this season? You, know, you you touched on, you know, the development side of things, which is really, you know, the pride of the prospect league, I think. But, you know, you sit down with these guys in terms of win goals or expectations or division championships or just in general development goals. What goals are you setting, you know, early in the season or as the season goes on with your team? Uh, for these guys coming in, uh, what I expect, and I'm hoping they're expecting as well, is that as they work on their individual development, they can continue to develop as a teammate. Got a lot of guys out here, great things from their coaches that they're great teammates. So I think the individual development will go into that as well, and that will help us win games. Uh, development, of course, big buzzword around college baseball, and kind of that's what everyone's goal is. But for us, that's definitely the key for us. We're looking to make these guys better. Uh, we expect to win, and we hope to win a ton of games and give the guys, the fans something to cheer for. So that's it's really exciting for us in terms of that. And, that's kind of really what I'm excited for, for these guys to really work on their individual individual development, learn from each other. They're all from different places. Some guys played with each other before, uh, but some of these guys can learn more from them, their teammates than they'll ever learn from me in the summer because, I mean, summer season, you're going, 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 playing games, and a lot of practice time there. So these guys' ability to learn from each other will be a big thing for them. Yeah, absolutely. It's really you know, about what you're going to do with this team this summer and, and how we're going to see Rex develop. And hopefully uh, Rex gets into that win column and we continue to see some competitive baseball in the prospect league. So the final thing I have for you is just any final thoughts that fans, players, coaches need to know about what Rex is bringing to the table this year, what you're bringing to the table uh, and everything we need to know about Rex this season. Uh, Rex is bringing a lot of passion, energy and excitement to the prospect league. I believe uh, I said young roster, these guys are ready to get after it. I'm ready to get after it. Excited to work with Coach Harden, who's a longtime assistant there. Uh, Bruce is awesome in the front office, as well as a lot of other front office people with the Rex that uh, I haven't got a chance to meet yet, but I've talked to you briefly on the phone. So 
for the league. We're going to bring excitement and uh, a lot of competitive baseball from the Rex roster. Yeah, absolutely. I wish Rex the best of luck this season. I want to thank you for joining me here on the Prospect League podcast. And hopefully throughout the season, we either see you again or one of your players stopping by and joining me as well. So thanks so much for stopping by and joining me on the Prospect League podcast. Of course, anytime. Looking forward to doing it again. Another thank you to Coach Markovoy for joining me to preview what Rex has in store in the Wabash Valley this summer. We're going to head to our next coach's interview. Next, we have the longest tenured manager in the Prospect League. He has a 281-99 and Prospect League record, six playoff appearances in eight seasons, and was last year's Prospect League Manager of the Year. Joining me now is Danville Dan's manager, Eric Coleman. Coach Coleman, welcome to the Prospect League Podcast. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very appreciative. I mean, I'm excited for what's going on in the Prospect League. Obviously, with the new stuff going on, Rap Soto in every ballpark, I think that's going to be very – it's a game-changer. Analytical play is going to be huge. Uh, that we can give feedback to coaches along with scouts. Um, I think that's going to be a good game-changer as well. So excited about that. Yeah, lots of new and moving parts that you're going to get familiar with. Two new teams you got to get familiar with, all the new data you're going to have. But in the end of the day, it's the same old Danville Dans that Coach Eric Coleman is coaching this season. So let's just start off with those expectations. What are you expecting from the Dans this season? Well, you know, we, 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 you know, we run things at a high level here. Uh, we expect to win. Um, we, we've been fortunate to win. Uh, with us, it's uh, number one, it's development, getting our guys better. Their younger guys getting the at-bats, they need to be impact guys when they get back to school. If it's our older guys, it's uh, have a chance to play at the next level, which is professional baseball. So we've done that pretty well. Like I said, I've watched a lot of my guys, SEC guys, Power 5 guys that are impact guys this year that have helped. And I've also had, you know, since I've been here, probably the most guys in our league get drafted. I think I had three last year. Um, knock on wood, I've had a guy get drafted every year I've been in the, been in the league. Um, I think we've had 34 of my guys have gotten drafted. I mean, actually, so we had one actually play for us last year and got drafted, and uh, he led the country in stolen bases. And actually, he's had two walk-offs this year at uh, with Frederick with uh, the Nationals. So, you know, it's uh, our, us, it's development, and then the winning takes care of that with our development. Like I said, fortunate last year, won both halves. Um, you know, we had, you know, we had six postseason All-Stars. We had the closer of the year. You know, pitcher of the year, um, pro prospect of the year, and myself getting coach of the year. But that's just a testament to the great players that we had. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. And obviously, too, when you have a chance to work with the legend, Ron Polk, the godfather of SEC baseball, coming back for year two, which was, uh, you know, number one of my high-priority recruiting, you know, being able to get him back was uh, awesome. And the guys gravitate to him. He's just a great wealth of knowledge. And uh, I'm excited he's back. And, uh you know, that's what we do in Danville. Yeah, absolutely. I want to get to that because you, you mentioned it and I'm, I'm not going to pass it up. You know, what impact did Ron Polk make in your team last year? And what impact kind of will he make this year as well? Well, well like I said, just the, I mean, the knowledge he has. I mean, he's coached, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen Thunder and Lightning yeah. on 30 for 30. Palmero, Clark, I mean, Thigpen, all the guys that have played for him. He's just got a statue um, at Mississippi State. He's basically the godfather of the best college baseball conference in the country and uh just our guys gravitated he just into the dugout he makes his notes we do a game review the next day he's one of those the next day coach where we'll talk about if there's something we need to talk about some days we didn't um and some days we did he'd go over stuff but just a wealth of knowledge 
for our players to gravitate to him and talk to him. He wishes them a happy birthday. Every kid, you know, stays in touch with them. Every, every, every kid from last year's team, I think he's done it from way back when he wishes them a happy birthday and calls them or shoots them a text. So, uh, you know, I'm excited he's back. All right. And looking down your roster this year, going back to what, you know, you're looking at this year, what are some players that stand out to you um, that maybe the league should be on notice already, or who are you excited about? Or, you know, just looking at your roster, you know, any players that stand out to you already? I mean, this is, there's a few, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a Blake Blankenship from Texas A&M um, high caliber kid that they, they project a 20 home run type guy, two way guy that's going to run it up there 92 to 94, um, we're excited about, um, I'm excited about, um, you know, Drake DiGiorno coming back. Um, my shortstop who I had last year was an all, you know, all-star for us. Carlos Vasquez, who led our team in hitting, who's getting, uh, who's coming back. I mean, this is the first time I probably had four or five guys coming back from this club and they're hungry. They want to win it all. And, uh, you know, fortunate didn't happen last summer, but, you know, winning both halves and having the best record in the league, it gets them, uh, they pretty much have a little chip on their shoulder, but I'm excited about like, like I said, with Carlos and, and Drake and, uh, you know, the great thing I've heard about blank Bender camp coming, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, the key and also to uh, Tyler Fay from Alabama pitcher that uh, red shirter this year, but he was in the mix. He got hurt a little bit in the fall. Uh, excited to see what he can do. I know they're very high on him at Alabama. He's a future for them. So, you know, I, I'm just excited all around. I think we got a good club coming again. And I know the competition every year, and year in and year out, it's tough in our league. And uh, but like I said, I you know I think we probably do a little bit more have the target on our back, just the players we get, and obviously having Coach Polk and the reputation we've had, we've always put a good product on the field. So uh, you know we got to go in and battle, you know, game in and game out. You know, it's uh, the old cliche, one game at a time. But I'm excited about our club. I'm excited about my coaching staff, and you know, excited, looking forward to players getting in, getting into Danville. Yeah, and going off to that excitement, what excites you most about? your ninth or 10th or whatever number we're going to put on. I think it's ninth officially, but 10th with COVID, you know, of the Dan's this year, what excites you most about getting back to it this summer? Well, just getting back on the field. Like I said, I do lessons and stuff in the off season. So I get a chance to work with uh, some kids, but just being on the field with our guys, just get, building that bond. I mean, if you look back at our rosters, there's a few schools we always add, but it's usually the same schools, just different players. I'm fortunate that I have some of the guys I've had last year go get to play in the Cape, Cape Cod League. Hopefully some of them I've had them in the years past too get drafted. And uh, that's uh, the staple part of what we've done here. But no, I'm just excited being back on the field, being with the guys, camaraderie, being in the locker room with them just day to day. Because I know they grind for 56 games at their schools. And, and uh, you know, it's not, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not a Sunday beer league here in our league. But, we you know, our, we want our guys to come out, compete day in and day out and uh, have that chance that they do to have a chance to play at the next level. Yeah, absolutely. And final thoughts I have for you are, you know, what the league needs to know about the Dan's. I think a lot of the league knows what to expect from the Danville Dan's, but some of the new faces, some of the new players, you know, what are the expectations of a fan watching the Dan's? What are the expectations of a team coming in? You know, what should we see from the Dan's on the field this season? Well, on the field, you're going to see a team that's going to play the game the right way. I mean, we're not going to try and showboat and, you know, upstage and, and do that. We're going to play the game the right way. Um, we're going to be aggressive. Um, you know, we're going to be fundamentally, hopefully fundamentally sound, strong up the middle, but we're going to play the game the right way. I mean, we're not going to, you know, showboat and, and get chirpy with team. That's just not the way I'm old. We're old school. I'm an old school coach. I have Ron Polk, who's an old school coach. We're just going to, well, the thing we're going to do is put the best product on the field and play the game the right way, the way it should be played. But 
but no, I'm excited for fans to come out and see us play. Like I said, I think we have a good product coming. Um, and I think it, like I said, I think the league's uh, on the up and up and uh, excited to see uh, all the you know visiting teams coming to beautiful Danville stadium. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank you for your time for joining me on the prospect league podcast and good luck to the Dans this season. Thank you for having me. Definitely appreciate it. Thanks again to Coach Coleman for joining me to preview what the Danville Dans are all about this summer. We're going to head now to our next coach's interview. we got a fresh face. The new O'Fallon Hoots manager, Jeff Wetzler, will join me. Wetzler is currently the Southwestern Illinois College hitting and strength and conditioning coach after playing collegiate baseball at Parkland and McHendry. Let's hear from Coach Wetzler. Coach Wetzler, welcome to the Prospect League podcast. It's good to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're going to talk some O'Fallon Hoots, your first season leading the Hoots. You know, what are your expectations uh, for O'Fallon this summer with you in command? I mean, I'm just looking forward to having a great team and uh, just a great experience this summer. Spent one summer in the Prospect League as an assistant with uh, uh, Coach Coleman in Danville. So he set the standard pretty high. You know, we he does things right in Danville. They have a winning tradition there. They win a lot. So I think I learned a lot from him and how to, you know, how to manage through the Prospect League. So you know, very high expectations, especially what I experienced in Danville. So I'm excited to bring what I learned from him, experience from that, bring it down to O'Fallon in the hoots. Yeah, absolutely. You know, looking at your team, any specific goals you're looking to set? You know, you're coming in first year with the summer. When you talk to the guys, you know, what are you going to look to say, look to do, look to set in terms of goals for the summer? Um, I mean, we're going to go hard after that first half, uh, first half win. You know, we want to win the division. You know, we want to host that playoff game. Um, having the home playoff game is just going to be huge one for our fans, but also having that home field advantage. Um, you know, we already have a lot of tickets sold for our home games this, uh, this first coming up weekend, opening day, um, next Wednesday. So having that playoff game in front of our fans, I think is gonna be awesome, but, you know, going hard after that first, uh, first half, uh, get that home playoff game and, you know, go after prospect league championship. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, looking down at your roster, if you've had a chance to see who's coming in with you this summer, you know, and looking at everything there, is there anything that stands out to you player wise or just anything you're excited about looking at your team that the league should know? Uh, yeah, so we got um, one of our outfielders. He led um, junior college in stolen bases two years ago. Um, he's an outfielder at UMSL, uh, Brandon Stokes. Um, I've heard nothing but great things from their coaches over at UMSL um, that he just absolutely flies. It's like I could put him out there in center field and left and right can just be open and he's going to cover it all. Um, so having a guy like that uh, manage the outfield is going to be huge for us. You know, also I'm um, on the bases, just, you know, causing havoc, causing um, a lot of craziness on the bases, just always stealing. Um, so he's uh, one guy I'm um, really excited about. Um, then pretty much just offense as the whole, you know, I'm just looking forward to everybody contributing. There's a lot of guys with a lot of good numbers this spring. So I won't say other than like the speed aspect of Stokes, you know, everyone's going to bring something to the table. So I'm just looking forward to a summer of everyone contributing. Um, we got a couple US UIS uh, guys from Springfield. Um, they got some big power numbers. So I'm really looking forward to having those guys in the middle of my order um, day in and day out um, on the pitching side. Um, you know, there's some older guys with a lot of experience that I'm looking forward to being like kind of the leaders of the pitching staff. One is Noah Aris. He is a, uh, he just finished up his junior year at Maryville. Um, had a very good year, um, with only three walks in the year and 18 strikeouts. So I'm really looking forward to that continuing, you know, don't ever like guys just keep on walking. Um, so he's going to be a big part of the pitching staff, Jack Jones as well, you know, over 50 innings, um, 48 K's going to be a huge part. And then, uh, our opening day starter, Owen Sheck Snyder. He is a pitcher down at LSU Eunice. Um, you know, 40 innings, 40 Ks, 16 walks. Um, he's going to be my opening day starter. Um, LSU Eunice is one of the best JUCOs in the nation. 
Um, I know they do it right down there. So having a guy like that, a, a program like that to start off the year, I think we're going to start the year very strong. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you went through a few of the things from the speed to good pitching to some power numbers, you know, looking in from a fan's perspective and then everyone else in the league, what should be the expectations when you're watching a Hoots game this year? You know, what are you looking for your team to do on the field and what do you want people to take away when they watch a game? Well, one thing for me, um, I'm a hitting guy. So, you know, I, I want to rake. I want to bang the ball around the ballpark. Um, I'm not a super big guy on bunting, but, you know, if it's something we got to do, we got to do. Um, for the pitching side, I'm really big in, you know, three pitches or less. Can we get, I'm, we're going to chase some strikeouts. Strikeouts are going to happen. All right, hitters, hitting is hard. All right, the hitters are going to strike themselves out more than the pitchers are going to strike them out. That's how I see it, mm -hmm. um, just with how hard uh, hitting is. Um, so I really want them to just work on pounding the zone. And with the turf field that we play at um, in O'Fallon and the other turf facilities, um, the turf stadiums in the league, um, that should be kind of an equalizer on the defensive side, right? So we're going to really work on pounding the zone and just defense got to play clean. Um, the strikeout numbers, I think, will take care of themselves. But really, um, the big thing is just limit the walks. Because yeah. walks hit by pitches, those freebies, they will kill you. I've seen it many times before, and I'm going to continue to see it um, in the future. So if we can limit the walks, limit the freebies, just pound the zone and have the hitters get themselves out because hitting is hard, um, that's going to be the recipe for success. So just limit the freebies, play clean defense, and just be aggressive in the box. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting to see the different perspectives from coaches this year. Sometimes you'll get into the, I'm a small ball guy. We're going to pound the zone and we're going to do this and we're going to bunt and we're going to steal. But, you know, looking at the hitting side of things, I love the, you know, the different approach, but really it makes all the sense in the world uh, on the way you're taking in the game. So one last question for you, you know, what are you most excited for about leaving the hoots this season? You know, first summer with the hoots, what are your big excitements, whether it's, you know, traveling on the league, being with these guys, the development side, what is exciting you the most? I mean, one is a first year manager. That's going to be exciting in and of itself to lead a team. Um, I got an awesome coaching staff uh, below me. We're all, you know, under the age of 27. Um, I'm 27 myself. My two assistants are 25. And we have a third uh, volunteer assistant coming in. He's 24, just getting released from Pro Bowl. Um, so we're going to have a young staff. I think it's going to be a fun environment every day. Guys are going to show up excited. Um, but, you know, just building the relationships and the connections with these guys, because none of these guys other than one um, I've coached before. So just going to be a whole group of new guys. Um, I love building connections, relationships through baseball because you never know where baseball is going to take you. It's always a super small world. So just kind of building those connections with those guys and just seeing them put out a successful product down the field and perform. And whenever they go back to their schools in the fall, um, that they go back a lot better than they came. Um, so a little bit on the development side, like we're going to, it's not just about getting your innings, getting your at-bats, getting the playing time, but also learning the game, developing your game, getting better. So that way, when you go back to your school in the fall, you have nothing but great things to say about O'Fallon, the coaching staff, the fans, um, the other teammates, and then the coaches there. Like, wow, they did it right there. Uh, so I'm pretty excited just, you know, like I said, the connections and relationships, all that. I'm excited about it all. Gonna take it all in. Hopefully the Hoots will have a good summer this year. I want to wish you the best of luck in you know Thank this you. summer, Thank and hopefully it's a really good time down there in O'Fallon. So have a good luck this summer, and thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Big thank you to Coach Wetzler for joining me to talk Hoots baseball and what they're doing down there in O'Fallon this summer. Our final coach on this episode of the Prospect League podcast will be the new Lafayette Aviators manager, Jamie Sailors. The former Purdue pitching coach, Sailor previously has been in this league with the Danville Dans, but now he's taking over the reins of the Lafayette Aviators. So let's jump right to our interview with the Aviators manager. Coach Sailors, welcome to the Prospect League podcast. It's good to have you here. Hey, I appreciate you having me. It's um uh, really excited for the season to start. It should be a good summer. Um I, I appreciate what you do here. 
Uh, I've watched a few of them, um, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for for being a supporter. We've had some fun so far. We're going to have a fun season here, hopefully as well. Maybe this will be just the first of a time I talk about what's going on with the aviators and maybe talk to you, but we'll start off with what's happening this summer, previewing what you're about to do down there uh, with the aviators. So what are your expectations, your goals, jumping right in of what you want from the aviators this season? Well, you know, the, the big thing is I, I want guys that want to come and compete and um, haven't been in the prospect league before. I mean, there's an expectation of winning. Um, especially in a place like Lafayette that, you know, has good crowds and, and those type of things. So we've tried to recruit a- accordingly. Um, but I want the guys to have fun. I want them to keep their rear ends off um, and stay all summer. So um, that's kind of where we're at. We're still recruiting a little bit. Um, need, need maybe an arm or two yet, but we're good. Yeah, there's your plug right here. If any players are watching, maybe they... They need to reach out, but we'll see. We'll see, you know, and then expectations wise, but looking down your roster going into that, you know, do any players stand out to you from who you have so far looking down at what you're thinking of what you're going to have this year, any stands out, any players that you want to put the league on notice about, or just personally you're excited about? Yes. Well, I'm excited about all of them, to be honest with you, (laughs) because we, you know, we, we did recruit every kid. And, um, but I think Brandon Daniels, a kid from the division two Lee university, who played in the league last year is a guy I'm really excited about. He's shown some leadership as far as, you know, just connecting with other guys on the team. Um, <clears throat> you know, we have, we have uh, a kid, a freshman that I'm really excited about, Brody Williams from Kent State University, who actually just got done watching, taking it at bat in the conference tournament. Um, really excited about him. Um, Parker Harrison, the kid from Wright State University, I'm really excited about. I think he's got uh, some big time power that, that will hopefully um, light up the, the stands once he gets one out of the ballpark. Um, we have we have a couple arms that I, I think are going to be really good. Um, uh, Graham Collin from Huntington University and I University. It's and he he had a great year. Uh, and also from that same university, Huntington. Tyler Pappenbrock is, is a lefty. They're both about 6'3", 210, 215. They're looking really good. They had great springs. Um, and then we, we added a couple guys today that uh, we had to do some research on. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about a lot of our guys. But those are kind of the guys that kind of stand out to me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you put, put together this roster and you're coming in first year with the Aviators, but some experience in the league, you know, looking mm-hmm. around of what you want to do, you know, what I kind of point to with a lot of these managers is, you know, what should the fans expect when they watch the game, but also what should your opponents, the rest of the league expect when they're coming in and they're playing the Aviators? You know, what is your brand of baseball? What do you expect your team to be able to do this summer? You're, you're asking me to tell some secrets, right? Yeah. No, I, I think... There. You know, obviously, you know, you mentioned it earlier. It's it's about pitching, right? We have to find really good pitching that can throw strikes and get people out, especially in a wood bat league. Um, I think offensively, we'll be very dynamic. We have some, some guys in it for power. We have some guys that can run. We have guys that can do both. Um, I think we'll be very athletic. We have a lot of guys that can play also. They can play infield and they can also play outfield. So I, I think we have a very diverse roster, guys from junior colleges to Division three to Division one, Division two, 
really good players from Division II programs. So I, I just think you, they'll see a good brand of baseball when it comes to everything that's involved when, when it comes to running bases, when it comes to stealing bases, when it comes to hitting in situations. And then hopefully we, we have enough guys that can throw strikes. Yeah, absolutely. And then final question I have for you is just the excitement level. I think you've shown already some excitement from you, some excitement from <laughs> players, but you're back in the league. How excited are you to be that? And, you know, what is exciting you most about this summer in Lafayette? Well, you know, you, you see the big smile on my face, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been 10 years since I've been in the league. And it's been a really fun time just recruiting players, reconnecting with coaches that I know, or just starting a new network of guys. Um in, in Lafayette, I mean, that's it, it's an electric place. It's a great stadium. Um, our GM and, and his staff do a great job of promoting, getting people in the seats. Um, I, I just think it's going to be a great experience. I, I really do. I think it's it, it's going to be fun for me and my family. It's going to be fun for the players. It's going to be fun for the stand, or the people in the stands. Um, I just like the whole thing. I really yeah. do. Yep. All that excites you. I want to thank you so much. That's all I got for you. You know, good preview of what's good to come. And I want to wish the aviators the best of luck this season. I appreciate it, Lucas. Take care, man. Thanks again to the prospect league managers who joined me for today's episode. Before we wrap things up, let's dive into, as we always do, three things you need to know about the prospect league happening right now. Three new Prospect League partnerships were announced over the past few weeks as Apex Clothing Company, No Cap Sports, and ArmCare.com are now official partners of the Prospect League. For more information, their individual press release, and what each of those companies is doing in their partnership with the Prospect League, head to prospectleague.com. Our 60 players in 60 days countdown is still ongoing. It will end the day before opening day with our final one happening uh, just the Tuesday before opening day. So make sure you check out that out on our social media. We are done. We have gone through all 60. So check that out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Prospect League for the conclusion of those 60 alumni of the Prospect League and our countdown of some very distinguished Prospect League alumni. And then finally, a reminder, opening day is Wednesday, May 31st of this week. 16 of the 17 Prospect League teams will be in action on Wednesday. The Alton River Dragons are not. They will start their season on Thursday. We will all play 60 games in the Prospect League this season, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. 60 games, two 30-game or so schedules in the split halves, and then we'll head to the playoffs as well. So make sure you're sticking with me all season long to check out all that stuff. But if you want the complete schedule, the scoreboard, everything you need to know every day about the Prospect League, head to prospectleague.com. You can get those quick links to watch, to listen, to follow every Prospect League game. I know I'm always on the scoreboard. I hope you will too. It's a great place to go on prospectleague.com to find out everything you need to know about the Prospect League. But that concludes this episode of the Prospect League podcast. Regular season action and interviews with 2023 players, coaches, and more are coming your way soon. So please support the Prospect League podcast by dropping a like, dropping a comment, subscribing on YouTube or any podcast platform, and continue to support this venture so we can continue to have fun here on the Prospect League podcast. But until next time, I'm Lucas Burris signing off on the Prospect League podcast.